Welcome to the fifth episode of Ember After. This week we're largely going to be chatting the new Disney musical film, Moana. And this week I'm also joined by Emer. Hi. Surname embargoed. <laughs> for professional <laughs> reasons. <laughs> we're also going to chat some trailers. We've both watched the Baywatch trailer, haven't we, Emer? We have. It was good girls. It was good girls? Yeah, like, it was good for girls to watch. Oh, okay, because there's Saki Efron with a new top one? Mm, yeah. Are you a big fan of The Rock? Do you ever see how wide his shoulders are? Yeah. They're, like, just incredible to, like, to look at. It's, like, not human. The Baywatch trailer, it's a remake of the TV show from the 90s. It's just cheese fest with Hasselhoff and Pamela Anderson just slow motion running down a beach with almost no clothes and rare, and some, just occasionally saving someone. Remake seems to be the same thing, but only... They've kind of 21 Jump Streetified it. That's actually what it reminded me of. Yeah, they're taking like an old kind of TV concept and just kind of t- you know, turn it up, up in the cheese factor, but also making it funny. Yeah. So I think we're all pretty up for that. Like, no, it's obviously probably not going to top 21 Jump Street or anything like but even yeah. if it's half as enjoyable, it should be a decent film. I feel like it's playing on Zac Efron's typical, stereotypical role that he's had for the past years. Five years, yeah. Uh, he seems to be playing the party boy spirit. Like, like The trailer immediately had him drinking in a pool party and it's like, is that just his criteria for choosing films these days? That he has to be drinking beside a pool or something? I know, it was like that one. Oh, what do you call it? The Neighbours? Bad Neighbours too. Got it. Yeah, he's in Bad Neighbours. He's the first Bad Neighbours. He's also in Dirty Grandpa doing, doing a lot of very similar stuff. So that's quite a few just in the last couple of years. He just must have got fed up with doing serious films. Mm-hmm. And it's got the rock. It's humming the rock, and there's the feminine lead is Alexandra Daddario, who was also in San Andreas with the rock, but only she was his daughter in that film, where now she's his colleague. So that's such quite a transition between two films. <laughs> it is. It looks like they'll have quite good um chemistry as well. The rock and Zac Efron, like even just from the trailer, like it looked like a good bromance was developing. Yeah, the rock's a straight character, kind of the. Sack Airphones about mentalist like no. Yeah. And it was kind of a self aware trailer as well. Yeah. It says, Does it look like they're running a slow motion to you too? Excuse the terrible accent. Yeah, and you ruined the line too, because there was two parts to it and I thought I was gonna be the reply to the elder. <laughs> this is the immersion I Ethan. There was a lot of fire in a trailer about someone that's like life saving rescue beside the sea. I thought there would be a lot of people drowning, but there seems to be a lot of people burning alive instead. Apparently but so. Whatever floats your boat or burns it. <laughs> Literally. Last night we also went to see Moana. It's a new Disney flick set in the South Pacific, a bit of a Polynesian kind of Maori, Maori culture like around the New Zealand islands around it. And Maui, a demigod, stole the heart of an island and blackness and death kind of spread throughout. And then there's a young girl who's going to be like the chieftain of her little village, but she wants to go out to sea, and her dad's like, no, you're not allowed to go out to sea, because it's dangerous. And she's like, but I really want to go. And then the sea chooses her. So off she goes to get the demigod and return the heart of the island. Blah, 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 big adventure. Comedy sidekicks and some songs. The songs, incidentally, are written by Lin-Manuel Miranda, he off of Hamilton fame. So you know they're going to be half decent. 
Emer, what did you think of the film overall? I really liked it. Um, I don't think it was... I don't think for me I enjoyed it as much as I enjoyed the likes of Frozen recently, but it was definitely still up there with one of my favourite Disney films. I think Disney just keep pushing the boat a wee bit further and further with each movie these days. Um, develop, going into new territories, less of your st- stereotypical kind of heroines and Disney princesses and having like a good feminist backbone to them these days. But um, no, I really enjoyed it. Um, the lead character of Moana um, was one of the lesser annoying Disney princesses, I think. She was uh, more relatable and yeah, no, the, all, overall the characters were great. Maui was just brilliant. A right mix of your kind of laddie, confident man, but then of course you see his uh, soft and cushiony interior. Um, but it was great. I loved it. And the songs were brilliant. Yeah, Maui himself, he's voiced by The Rock. There's a bit of a running theme tonight between what we're talking about. Uh, and he even has his own song called You're Welcome. And that's been in my head. It's been in my ears ever since. It's been, Emer's going to give us a wee polite rendition of it now. <laughs> uh, but yeah, like, he seems to be great in the role. He's, you know, obviously playing the cocky, but not as self-aware as he probably should be. But it's quite fun because of what he is. And Moana herself, you're strong, I don't need no man heroine kind of thing. Like, and it's, it is refreshing for a Disney film to not have a love interest. I know. In the middle of it, I whispered over to Ethan. I was like, platonic friend or boyfriend? And Ethan was like, friend. And it definitely was a friendship. But you just never know with Disney. Like, well, he was like 2,000 years old. Well, and she was about 12. You're only as old as you feel. Was she about 12? I don't know. He guessed she was 8, and I assumed, oh, maybe she was quite young then. Oh. Like, he was obviously exaggerating, but no. But, um, no, it was definitely good. I think there was, like, quite a big parallel with Pocahontas. That's why I said to you that there was a figure in Moana. It was her grandmother, and it was quite similar to the character of Grandmother Willow in Pocahontas. Uh, Just, you know, that wise, older lady that encourages her to kind of act in her rebellious instincts. So that was quite nice as well. Yeah. Uh, also, the visuals were actually quite nice. I really liked the water and the some of the shots they had in the film were actually pretty stunning. But I also really liked, like, I have a soft spot for giant monsters, so I really enjoy it. There's a giant lava monster in this film, and it's really quite real, well realised for a animation like it could easily pass in most of the big CGI blockbusters for how realistic it is and that you actually get the scale of the monster and what it's doing and it actually interacts with its environment quite well so that was a little tidbit I took away along with loving all the songs and there's also a few comedic side characters what do you think of those? I have to of course mention the blinged out turtle is it a turtle that they meet? In the, the middle of the film. Oh, Are yeah. It uh, it's a crab kind of thing. Oh, crab. It's like a technopod um, or something. Yeah, I really that, enjoyed his character. That's voiced by Jermaine Clement. He off of Flight of the Concords, and the song was very like a song they sung on their show. So it was quite it was quite nice having that Nori reference on there, because it was a surprise for me. I didn't realise it was in the film. And it was quite nice yeah. to have another New Zealand actor voice in the big South Pacific voice cast. The side characters, the wee sidekicks, there's a comedy sidekick called Hey Hey, which is like a little ch- colourful chicken with like the most googly of eyes and almost no brain 
and that's just throughout the film, just for the odd visual gag, any time there's a, mo- a moment of seriousness or any time just during action sequences and stuff. And there's a little cute pig at the start, which you thought was going to be the comedic, comedic sidekick throughout, but actually they kind of put to the side as soon as they go off to sea. But how did you... Did the chicken get annoying for you, or would you like it throughout? No, I like the chicken. I think there was just enough of it. I think any more, and you would have been kind of like, okay, guys, that's enough of the chicken right now. But I think... um. I don't know, I really enjoyed art. one of the first scenes we had in Maui and whenever he saw the chicken and I'll not give any spoilers, but like that kind of little relationship that blossomed was uh, was fun to watch throughout as well. Yeah, because I think they kept it fresh enough and throughout the film that it, I didn't actually tire of it because I knew before going in that a lot of people were saying it was overused throughout the film, whereas although it was throughout the film, it, did, it never tired. I laughed nearly every time he did something stupid. So it was like, fair enough. He's, he's kind of knew what he were doing. He's knew not, I think he's balanced it well enough. Which song was your favourite out of them? This is where, right, I'm torn between two. Which so two? So it's either like Moana's original song that she sang, but I don't know the names. But How Far I'll Go, I think it's called. Yeah. About the light, the sea. Proper and ballad, yeah. Blinding her and. So yeah, ins- it's so inspirational, Emer. I know, I loved it, yeah. Get you to work in the morning. Good. And they, they did a reprise of it as well. And they it was did. Like being at the theatre and you just felt even more emotional when you heard the reprise and you were like, yes, Moana, you can do it. Um, but yeah, and then, of course, Maui's song as well um, was great. Never knew uh, The Rock had a, well, I wouldn't say it had a great, like an amazing voice, but you can carry a wee tune, so we can. So, so I enjoyed, enjoyed his song too. Yeah, it's... No, Shiny, You're Welcome, and her song, How Far I'll Go, are the three kind of main songs. Like, the rest is a reprise. And then there's a Lim Manuel one that sings himself. It's more about the tribal one, about fighting islands and navigating, more about their history. They are the kind of four main songs, like, but You're mm-hmm. Welcome kind of just strikes it up just because that's the catchiest. Whereas, How Far I'll Go ends just in your head. And then Shiny is the funny, another funny song. You're just like, Arr. I go between them, but You're Welcome is the one I know the words the most to already. So, I'm going to yeah. go for that. The Rock Wins. Beat scissors and paper any day. <laughs> but I'm bunched. Uh, I, I give it four out of five. What would you say to yourself? Am I allowed to go halves? No. Oh, okay. <laughs> <laughs> Be decisive for a change. I can't. Okay, I'm going to go four as well. Okay. It would have, if I hadn't been allowed, hypothetically, it would have got 4.5, but I'm not allowed, so I'm rounding down today. Oh, well, we still both really enjoyed it. It just didn't really reach the heights or the freshness of like Frozen or something, but it was still yeah. like you couldn't find much faults with the film. It will definitely be one on the rewatch list. Yeah, definitely. Accompanying Moana in the cinema was a new short from Disney, sort of like the way Pixar do a little short before all their films. The Disney Animation Studios are also kind of doing the same with theirs. This one was called Inner Workings, and it was about how like your organs and your brain are all controlling you and. Obviously a bit more of a cartoony style, but it still kind of shows like maybe a younger child or something, what's actually inside you and what's doing what. And there's your bladder, your, there's your intestines, there's your, of course, your heart battling with your brain and how that goes. And about a guy just on his way to work, everything's all happy as Larry, but when he gets to work, it's glum. And the heart's like all sad, whereas the brain's like, no, we need to do this or we'll die. About everything. Yep. The brain, <laughs> yeah, the, like no matter what the scenario was, the brain's like, we're going to die. So it's, Cannot hold back the heart, whereas it's obviously a little short, so obviously we just teach you to have a good work life balance. Yeah, and it kind of reinforces the fact that things might scare you, 
but you can't let that stop you from living a full life as well. So it was just a wee fun, really good five months before the film. I know, um, I really enjoyed it. Have you been watching anything else in the past couple of weeks? Any films, any Christmas films, Emma? Of course. So um, my must-watch Christmas films every year are The Holiday, which I haven't seen yet, Sleepless in Seattle, which I didn't actually know would have fallen into my Christmas film list, but after rewatching it, definitely does. Um, watched Love Actually, and well, whenever we were putting up the Christmas tree, we decided to watch a Christmas film, so we went for Home Alone two, as opposed to Home Alone one, because we couldn't give it our hundred percent attention. Of course. Um, of course. But that's kind of how far I've gotten this year. Um, still two watch are of course The Holiday, Die Hard, Elf. Your real, you know, almost there films, I feel like they can only be watched within two weeks, kind of before Christmas. We started off the season we watched a film we'd never, both never seen before, a Christmas Day film, the night before. Oh, that's right, we did. Which was Seth Rogen, Anthony Mackie and Joseph Gordon-Levitt, about three dudes who go out every Christmas Eve, but it's coming to an end, so this is their last big hooray. And just obviously about, you know, a few of them's got sorting out their own issues or whatever, and the nice art, but it's actually, it was quite funny, and I was just—I actually wouldn't mind watching that at almost every Christmas or something like that. Yeah. You know, I would happily add it to the Rota. I feel so like those nice films surprise. start to like resonate with our age group now as well, because we're getting to that age where everyone's we're not just like teenagers. Or, down. Yeah. yeah, so I like watching films like that. That's pretty much us. I just have to give a few plugs out now. If you want to follow us on Twitter, we're Empire Films on Twitter. We are Empire Films on Facebook. And the website is www.empire.co.uk forward slash films, surprisingly enough. But the biggest thing at the moment is we're up, we're nominated for a UK blog award. And if you go on the site on any form of review, beside that should be like a big picture of the UK blog awards. And if you click on that, you go type in your name, type in your email address and vote. We'll get a vote and it'll be great to be shortlisted and every little vote counts. So vote, vote, vote. Votes for Embar. Exactly pretty much thanks for listening if you want to tweet us any questions or any other feedback get in touch for now though that's bye from me and it's a bye from Emir bye I thought she wasn't going to speak you're welcome for now though hope everyone has a happily ember after <laughs>